Welcome to Real Talk, discussions about sex and sexuality. Join your host, Ray, a former romance enhancement consultant who's currently pursuing a graduate degree in human sexuality, as she has discussions to create open minds and a safe space to discover and unpack new and existing points of view on topics of sex and sexuality. No topic is taboo or risque for this podcast. No guilt or shaming is allowed. Listen in. Stay tuned. Welcome. Hey, welcome back. This is your girl, Ray, your host of the podcast. And yes, we are back with a new name. That's right. The name of the podcast has been changed from Consider This to Real Talk Discussions About Sex and Sexuality. Why the name change? Well, Consider This doesn't really tell you about what the podcast is about. So I thought maybe we should give you guys a little more of what to expect. So with real talk discussions about sex and sexuality pretty much tells you that this is all about discussions about sex and sexuality. So we're going to be talking about any and everything about sex and sexuality. So we're going to cover topics that have to do with sex, love, sexual satisfaction, kinks and fetishes, alternative lifestyles, and so much more. I want you to even send in topics that you want to talk about, things that you want to know, things that you want to discuss. And if you want to leave a message, if you're listening through the Anchor app, you can send a message and leave a message there. We can play it on the podcast and I can answer your message. So if you want to email me, you can send it to my email address, realtalkthepodcast at yahoo.com. That's realtalkthepodcast at yahoo.com. So this second episode is going to be about what I call femotions. That's right. Femotions. What is femotions? Femotions are feelings and emotions. We get those two things mixed up, but they're actually two different things. So we're going to be looking at the difference between feelings and emotions, how to know the difference between the two and how they kind of integrate with one another. So we'll be right back and talk about femotions. Hey, Ray, and consider this. I really enjoyed the podcast. I can't wait to be a guest on it. Loves and kisses. Well, thank you, listener. I really, really appreciate your message. And I look forward to having you as a guest on a future podcast. We definitely will have to make that happen and very, very soon. So before we go on to anything else in the podcast, I want to give you a little bit of information about myself as your host. So again, my name is Ray. I am a former romance enhancement consultant. What that means is I sold toys for a toy company. So the company was Tasteful Treasures, which is like a pure romance. And what I enjoyed most about that was being able to educate people on how to enhance what they already had going on or even give them new ideas, help them have hard conversations about the things they were interested in, that they um, liked or didn't like, how to bring up conversations 
or how to introduce things, things of that nature to talk about those things that we were taught that you aren't supposed to talk about. So kind of what the basis of this podcast is about. So those are the things that I really, really enjoyed about that. So I kind of got away from that and I started to pursue my educational career, if you will. So right now I am currently pursuing a human sexuality uh, master's degree. So at this point, what I am doing is in the midst of doing that and doing this podcast, I'll be sharing my experiences that I am gaining as I go through my program and getting in getting this degree, the things that I am learning and I am constantly learning where I thought I knew so many things. There are so many things that I don't know. And there's so much that is evolving and so many new things and so much that is coming on the horizon. It's just so much out there. And again, there's so much that I thought I knew that I didn't. So I'm learning and constantly learning. And I want to learn from you all. And I want to be able to share the things that I have learned and the things that I've learned from my own experiences. So I'll be sharing my experiences with you all, personal experiences, and again, my educational experiences. I'll also be um, having guests on the podcast. So we will be hearing different perspectives, not just my own voice. So I hope you all will enjoy that. So with that being said, we will move on to the next segment. And as I stated, there are new changes. So the next segment is be is going to be what normally would have been as in episode one, Hot Topics is now called the Hot Spot. So that'll include things like news, hot topics, or something that I want to call Raise Rant. So we're not going to be ranting this podcast, but we're going to come back in a few moments with some fun information. So I'll be back in a moment. Stay tuned. Hey listeners, welcome back. Now we're going to move on to the next segment of the podcast, which is the hot spot, another new piece to the new revamp of the podcast. So I found an article on a website called The Daily Dot, and this this article actually had 16 fun facts about sex, but I pulled out three that I thought were kind of fun, kind of quirky, and quite interesting to say the least. So the very first one is that if you are into swallowing semen, um, if you are into the happy ending and making it extremely happy for your mate, then knowing that semen semen only contains about 20 calories, has no sodium, no carbs, no sugars, contains no fats whatsoever, then you're you're all good. 20 calories, it's 20 empty calories, but 20 calories nonetheless. What was interesting to me is that as much as it has been said and the joke is about um, come being full of protein. How about 
there is no daily value for protein counted in semen. Who knew that? I sure didn't. I didn't even give any thought to it that way. But that's what the article is saying. So if you are watching your calories, counting your calories. So for anybody that's doing Weight Watchers, this is something that you can consider. You may not have to worry about any points with this one. But there you go. There you have it. Semen, 20 calories. No carbs, no sugars, no fats. Um, next one is that it's a idea that is a, another concept to think about when you're considering does size matter? And no, we're not talking about penis or vagina size. We are talking about male body size. Yes, male body size. So in this article, it is saying that heavier men have more endurance than thinner men. Have you ever heard that before? I hadn't. But there was a research performed in Turkey where it was stating that men with higher BMI, which is body mass index, average a little more than seven minutes longer in bed than men with lower BMI rates. And the ones that are thinner with lower BMI rates, they only last about one minute and 48 seconds. So that's a big gap in between the time that they're lasting in bed. So you talk about a quickie, that's that's what you would think about when you are thinking about that time gap. Now, a quickie can be all good. And remember, this podcast is not about shaming. It's not about guilt. It is what it is. And we enjoy what we enjoy, but to give kind of context to the time difference, that is um, something that may be helpful to give you that idea about the difference in the time. But I thought it was very interesting. But what the study was saying is that larger men, they're able to last a little longer because their the excess body fat that they have caused them to develop more sex home hormones and the sex hormone that they're developing is estradiol and estradiol is something that is developed during pregnancy by the ovaries the adrenal gland gland and the placenta so for for larger size men it just increases that hormone for them causing them to have more endurance and a little more stamina in bed during sex so i thought that was quite interesting um and i wanted to share so the last fun fact that i wanted to share kind of lends overtone to episode one where we discussed this part of the segment when it was called fun facts and we talked about lubrication so during episode one we talked about lubrication and compatibility here in the daily dot they talk about how lubrication has a chance of increasing orgasm so when you think of lubrication increasing orgasm, the article is saying that the more wetness there is, the more chance there is to increase the lubrication. I'm sorry, the, the more chance that 
there is the more wetness ah can't get it out the more wetness that there is the greater chance there is to increase the chances of orgasm so now when we think about wetness yes we may be wet and we may be used to being wet but you also have to realize that there are some times where we lose some of that moisture so the lubrication is not saying that there's any kind of sexual deficiency within ourselves but it's an aid for us it's not telling us that there's something wrong with us it's just an aid to help us is to increase is to enhance it's not to make us feel that there's anything wrong that there's any kind of deficiency that we're lacking in any place it's just to make things better so when you use the lubrication it just gives a different feel it has um, a different texture than your normal um moisture or your normal wetness would have so it it adds a little different texture to it gives you more pleasure and it again will increase that chance of orgasm so next time you're in the mist just try it try a little bit of lube and see if it may bring you to orgasm a little bit faster Just do a little bit of research on your own and see how it works for you. One of the other things to think about is that from person to person, we can be affected sometimes by stress, sometimes by sickness. If we have a cold or we've had things going on, if we have some anxiety surrounded by any other kinds of um, stressors that are going on, any kind of changes in, in our estrogen levels for us older women and then any kind of hormonal changes so any any individuals that are dealing with any types of hormonal changes will be dealing with any types of um, drops or rises in levels that could possibly affect that and then when you're looking at contraceptives that have hormones in them but also when you're looking at condoms or anything that could cause dryness when it comes in contact with the inside of the vagina those things all come into play so lube is a good thing lube is positive so we want to incorporate it and use it and think of it positively and forget about the negative stigma and what was always thought of it but to embrace it and again if anybody has any input any comments if you want to share your experience please 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 if you're listening in on the anchor app you can always leave a message and I'll be more than happy to share and play your comments and your experiences on the podcast so it can be shared so other listeners can hear. You can listen through Anchor at anchor.fm backslash Ray for real. That's where you'll find me and you can leave your message there. So We will be right back to get into the topic of the show. So once again, we will be talking about feelings versus emotions, what I call femotions. 
Be right back. Welcome back, listeners. Now we are ready to get into the topic of the podcast, episode two, feelings versus emotions. So again, I call this femotions. Why? Because it is so easy for us to say our feelings, our emotions, and mean the same thing. And it's so easy because they, the lines easily blur and they integrate so very easily. And why? Because so many words can be used and express what we feel and it can also express our emotions. So some words that express our feelings are things like afraid and anxious and worried and annoyed and insecure and and um, hopeless and helpful and lovable and silly and um, content and satisfied and amazed, things like that. But also when we're talking about our feelings, we're also thinking of words like hopeful and um, offended and rejected and joyful and upset and accepted and loved and kind and injured and optimistic, forgotten, like all different types of things. So when we're thinking of good positive feelings or negative bad feelings, we can look at them both interchangeably. So that's easy for us to do and easy for us to blur those lines between the two. But something that's very important when we're looking at emotions versus feelings is that the main difference between feelings and emotions is that feelings are conscious and emotions are unconscious. So for example, anxiety is something that is very conscious to us. We can feel it. We can actually put our hands on it we can feel that inside of us we can feel the the heat we can feel the butterflies in our stomach and I get very nervous when I'm actually talking in front of a group of people and when I have to do public speaking and things of that nature my mouth gets really dry I have all these physiological things going on and I can physically feel those things but if I'm angry I'm um, not, it's not visible. Those things are unconscious and they're inside of me. So those are kind of the difference. And that may not have even been a good um, sign, but the, the anger is something that is on the inside. And I can frown my face up and things of that nature. But when it comes to the anxiety, I may begin to sweat or I may shake or my voice may tremor. So those would be the outward signs that you would see versus with the anger. You don't see those outward signs outside of maybe me frowning at my face. So that's something to consider when you're thinking about what is actually an emotion versus what is actually a feeling. And when do these things really make much of a difference? It may not be necessary for you to determine when something is a feeling or an emotion for you. 
But in times when you want to make that determination, those are the things that you would want to think about. So here are some other helpful hints to think about feelings and emotions. So when you're thinking about emotions, you can look at it from this standpoint. Emotions are physical states that arise as a response to external stimuli. So anything that's happening around you, anything that is provoking something will provoke an emotion versus with feelings. Feelings are mental associations and reactions to emotions. So if something is stimulated from uh, an emotion is stimulated from something going on around you, then the feeling is something that's attached to or as a reaction to that emotion. So you may be angry about something that had happened to make you mad. So if someone cuts you off in traffic, you're mad about that. That's the emotion you're feeling. But all day you're feeling angry and upset. All day long, you're carrying that with you. Those things are inside of you. No one else knows that you're feeling that unless they ask you. It's unconscious. But that came from what happened physically earlier that day or in that that earlier moment. So that's something that helps you to understand that difference between emotion and feeling. Another way to distinguish is that with emotions, emotions are aroused by feelings. And then when you think of feelings, feelings are caused by emotions. So it's kind of like that very same thing. And then also with emotions, physical emotions are based on physical states. So they're expressed physically. So again, anger can be expressed physically. You knock something over, you punch, you hit, you kick. If you're happy, you're laughing, you're smiling, you embrace, you hug. When, when it's something that is feeling, you may have butterflies in your stomach. No one sees or feels those butterflies in your stomach. If you feel anger inside, no one feels the heat rising up inside of you or that, that intense tightness in your chest that you may feel when it's a negative feeling. Those things, again, are unconscious to, to anyone else. No one else is able to see that those things are hidden. So that's things to kind of consider when you look at feelings and emotions. And the reason why I thought this was a good topic to think of is because when it comes to relationships, when it comes to sex, when it comes to sexuality, everything boils down to communication. And when we don't understand our feelings, when we don't understand our emotions, where they come from, how they're expressed, and what's truly a feeling or what's truly an emotion, what is triggering it, what that stimuli is, or what that reaction may be, where it's coming from, or what has provoked it. 
it's hard for us to express it. So once we understand these things, we're able to actually communicate it, communicate it to ourselves first and foremost, because if we don't know ourselves, it's hard for us to give that or talk about that or share that with anyone else. So that's why this conversation in this episode is important. And this is why I decided to share Femotions with you all, my real talk listeners. And I hope that you take this information, you ponder on it and kind of think about when things are going on with you. Are they your feelings? Are they your emotions? And they help you along the way. So it helps you to communicate better. You'll have better sex. You'll have better sexual lives and just better relationships altogether. And you'll be able to better communicate with yourself and with others. So until next time, I will talk to you soon. And you can always reach out to me through email. You can reach me at Real Talk the podcast at yahoo.com and you can reach me on Instagram at Ray for real that's R-A-E underscore the number four real R-E-A-L you can also find me on Facebook at Ray for real I'm sorry at Ray underscore Sean S-H-A-U-N And until next time, talk to you then. Be good.